0: Knows nothing, can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness, and your
1: heart will grow even stronger.
0: Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Answer Report podcast. This is episode number 93 of the longest running kingdom hearts podcast on the internet
1: and it just keeps getting longer and longer and longer and the lead is just going farther and farther and farther there's no way anyone can catch up to us
0: insurmountable at this point we are just in the lead don't stream snipe us because even if you do it doesn't matter Can't. Can't. we're we're too far in the lead yeah i'm mike and with me as always is my brother jason hello and before we get really into it i just want to say Thank you to everybody who stopped by the Answer Mart podcast live. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Number 92 oh, yeah. last week on twitch.tv slash super spaghetti bros.
1: It was a great time. We
0: had a great time. Uh the the VOD is up. The the audio version is up last Saturday, if you guys didn't see it. So it's there. Um, but it was a great time. Thank you to everybody who was there. Also, congratulations to our newest mods on Twitch. Yeah. Wildcat Diana and APK one one eight six. Shout out to them. Shout outs to them
1: because the they best. won the
0: model election. that was right after fair and square. Jason, we have a review. What? We have a review from someone named Zach is exit.
1: Ooh, I don't know who that is. And
0: what's a little weird. Ooh. It says great. The title says great podcast, great hosts and dot, 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 dot. I don't know what he said, Mm. and it won't let me it won't let me look so sorry zach but he has five stars so we appreciate that thank you thank you and thank here's you, what you. the review says i highly recommend this podcast to anyone who enjoys the kingdom heart series or who likes to take part in smaller communities i've been listening to this podcast since early 2020 both hosts mike and jason are exceptionally great humorous and thoughtful hosts with very engaging segments including a question of the week where even you can place your thoughts into a community discord or even segments discussing Kingdom Hearts theories. Mike and Jason include everyone in the audience by reading all replies. I've never seen a podcast with such a vast number of amazing community members. Everyone is so welcoming and friendly, they never fail to put a smile on my face. If you're not yet watching this podcast, you're missing out. If you're a real menace to society, you'll love episode 69. <laughs> Mike and Jason get a little hot and heavy, but not hot and heavy enough, in my opinion. Oh. But seriously, I can always count on this podcast to brighten my day, and I'm sure it can brighten your day as well. 11 out of 10 would binge again and again. Another reason to look forward to Friday. Exit Purple Heart. <laughs> Dude, you. Zach. Thank you, shout Zach. Shout out to our boy, Zach. We love Zach. What a, what, a, what a great guy. Yes. Very uh, funny Twitch TV slash creative. Wrath of Rebellion. Go yeah. check him out. Check him out. He's dope. A, he's a funny boy. We love him. He's great. So this episode, Jason, we're gonna do this episode a little different. If you don't remember, Melody of Memory came out
1: last week. How Friday. could I forget? How could you forget? Only a memory witch, what? but I fought her ass off. no nah, no nah, nah. No memory witches here. no nah hey, nah, nah. nah, nah. Get your big old feet out of here. Yeah, I could fucking smell them from a mile away. <laughs> I could smell them. I can smell you.
0: Um. So this episode, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go over the news tidbits for the week, like we always do. We are gonna do the dark road, take me home segment, Whew, where my I have favorites. two jewel poles ready to go oh for you my guys. God, thanks to the generous people, Will Mike I have a get devel- I have a, a new car, content creator account now. I wish. Yeah, no, no, I don't
1: use I don't. our link and you'll get free jewels to no, start.
0: I don't. We're gonna do the question of the week. Is that a thing at all? Does anyone have that? I don't think so, dude. You think you there's think, some people who deserve it. You dude. think Damo would have it, if anybody, right. But no. For fuck's the man, sake. The man has two accounts. Yeah. And it have them on stream. And they're max level. Anyway, we're going to do the Dark Road. Then we're going to do the question of the week. And then we're going to take our break. And then when we come back, we are only talking Kingdom Hearts Melody Memories spoilers.
1: Okay. At the end of the show.
0: We're at the end of the show. So the break will give you an opportunity to kind of bounce if you're not ready for spoilers. And then yes. come back once you've beaten the game.
1: We will say it multiple times when we start. Yes,
0: we will we will repeat that. And also, you know, if you're worried about spoilers for that game, the, the story doesn't really hit till like the end of the game. Um but we're so gonna, you
1: could even you could even listen to a little bit of it if you're worried about spoilers. But uh, if you're really that worried, I probably would pass yeah, until you're we're, done. We're just gonna and then come right back. In. So
0: come back once you once you finish it. Anyway, let's get it on with the show. News, Jason. We got some news.
1: Oh shit. First, oh shit oh, all, shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, uh... oh shit, oh shit, oh shit.
0: Dark Horse, you know, the book slash comic company. They also do like strategy guides sometimes, I think. Hmm. But they are publishing the Kingdom Hearts Ultimania, the story before Kingdom Hearts 3. It's Ooh. the first ever English translation of a Kingdom Hearts Ultimania in the West. It will release on June 15th, 2021 for $44.99. And if you're... Uh, oh, shit. if you're, I don't know if it's still this way, but as of right now, as of recording, it's actually on sale on Amazon for like 32 instead of 44 The pre-order.
1: There's no way. Yeah. Dude, I hope they don't run out of freaking copies, dude. It
0: sounds like they want to know who, who wants one of these bitches, and they're going to print them. I mean, we're talking... Eight months out, this thing comes out. That's true. So they got they got leeway, they got time. That's true. Anyway, that's exciting because that to me, the the reason this news story is important is one we want people to know when they can get a cool book like this, which it's some I I already pre ordered one personally. Yeah, and we might uh if you're lucky be giving away one on episode one hundred. We'll see. <gasps> but let me also say, this to me signals that Kingdom Hearts' importance in America has risen in Square Enix's eyes. Yeah. They're going, Hey, we think this kind of thing will make money now, where before they've never thought that. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. And I think that's uh a testament to all the fans around the world really supporting Kingdom Hearts and especially in in, in America right now, where Kingdom Hearts is hot right now. It's hot stuff. It's hot stuff. And it deserves it. But yeah,
1: uh as the best storytelling, dude.
0: So this upcoming Ultimania, and I'm reading this from our good friends at K H uh, Insider. Uh, this upcoming Ultimania originally called Kingdom Hearts Series Memorial Ultimania in Japan released back in 2014 as a recap for fans during the development of Kingdom Hearts 3 featuring a ton of artwork, renders, character bios, world synopsis, and summaries for each game. It's over 250 pages and it's a good looking book. The, I don't know if you, could, if you can see the cover right now, if you're listening, maybe pull it up, but it's, it's got a gray background or a, a silver background and Sora's drawn on there and he's all, he's all like grayscale except his eyes, blue eye. That's on there. It's
1: just kind of like creepy almost. It's a little creepy, but it's also I think it's very beautiful. It's like, it's like the the Naruto eye, dude. The Sharingan. See, I don't know nothing it's about that. It's a blue Sharingan, dude. Is that
0: the thing that he wears? The headband he wears? No, it's the oh. eye. It's the
1: eye thing. Yeah, I'm not and familiar. you have to like kill your whole family or something to get it. I oh. don't know. Naruto fans are triggered.
0: Yikes. <laughs> they are. Um, We are not going to mention uh, the news about The World Ends With You. There, done up next jason we have a very interesting interview that's been making the rounds oh shit with daddy nomura himself (gasps) oh my god from dengeki and the version i'm reading is translated by uh kh13's ryuji okay okay so we're i'm gonna read through real quick because it's not a long interview but there's quite a bit in here that's Mm. tasty
1: okay okay so here we go
0: both the game and the official soundtrack came out within the same time frame Please tell us what kind of request you made to Indie Zero, known for developing the Theatrhythm series when developing Melody of Memory. And uh, Daddy Nomura says, Their proposal, in a few words, can be described as Theatrhythm Kingdom Hearts Edition. However, I didn't want to make it a carbon copy of Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy and slap Kingdom Hearts moniker on top of it. Interviewer, so you want it to be similar yet completely different to Theatrhythm? Nomura, correct. I asked Indie Zero to combine the action of Kingdom Hearts with the rhythm genre. As you can imagine, it took a lot of trial and error and lots of testing because it is complicated to put those two pieces together nicely. We also wanted to make the game not look too flashy so that people wouldn't feel sick while playing the game.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: The interviewer says, I see, there are Keyblade strikes in Magic, so you can really feel like you're actually playing KH. Nomura, it makes me glad that you're saying that. After all, that was the main objective of this project. So that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's cool.
0: That's pretty cool. Pretty cool behind the scenes. Like we, we figured it was like, you'll know, make the It rhythm. just,
1: it just makes so much sense that it's like you, you have to think about like, yeah, like you, it, they had to get to this point somehow through trial and error. Right. But it just makes so much sense well, to and us. It, they now. nailed it. Yeah. It's so perfect.
0: The, it, out of the park. They nailed it out of the park. We did share our thoughts last week on melody memory, like in a review style, but we just love the gameplay. Yeah, it's, it feels so good. It's so, 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 sick. So, so good. And we've played hours upon hours of it and we're yes. still not sick of it yet. So the interviewer says Kyrie will play a, spe- a a specially important role as this game's storyteller. Could you elaborate more on that? Nomira in the game's story, Kyrie will recap the entire story of Kingdom Hearts series so far in a way that even newer players can easily digest. However, it is impossible to get the into the most intricate details. So, if you're curious about a certain part of the story, I strongly recommend that you play the game and enjoy the story for yourself to the fullest. So, even though Mira, gatekeeping New Kingdom Hearts players, <laughs> you gotta play the whole series. No, he didn't say
1: that. <laughs> That's how it's set up in the game, guys, so that's how you're supposed to do it.
0: Nomura also adds, if you don't use the Quick Commands menu while playing a Kingdom Hearts game, you suck. Whoa, dude, Nomura, that's not cool, dude. That's
1: like messed up, dude. That's kind of messed up. What if their L1 is broken?
0: Yeah, what if their L1's broken and they can't finish Recom because of it, or regular
1: Chain of Memories because of it? So it's like a glitch. Yeah, that was you. That could never happen.
0: Interviewer, the game contains a total of 140 songs. Were any songs personally suggested by you, Nomura-san? Nomura, none in particular. I guess my initial request was to include as many songs as possible, as I did not want to implement more in a DLC package. Nomura, why? No, no. Why not? No, no. no. Do it! I dare you. Break my heart. I dare you, Mister, Mister Daddy, Nomura. No.
1: You call me Daddy a lot right now. It's kind of making me a little uncomfortable. You're
0: gonna see why. Uh, next, let's talk about a future outlook for the series. With KH3, a saga, the Seeker of Darkness saga, ended, but there's still a lot of mystery surrounding the characters, correct? Nomura, of course. I wanted to make some changes to the story, but I also want to make sure that the hints and implications so far can be easily understood and connected to the new story. Hmm. <laughs> Interviewer, in Kingdom Hearts Union Cross Dark Road, you delve into the past of Xehanort. So does this mean we'll see more of him in a future series? Amira, no, To be fair, Dark Road wasn't a project that took future titles into consideration. It was more of a project the Union Cross team was thinking of doing that's been on the back burner for a bit. Xehanort's saga ends with Cage 3 but you can clearly see in Melody of Memory's story that his influence does shift the atmosphere even if just a bit. However, I don't think Xehanort will become a main antagonist main boss in future titles. Okay. So there we go with that. Okay, okay. Interviewer. One of the main perks of Kingdom Hearts is how it has always set the atmosphere for continuation. Is that something you commonly think of when developing a game? Example, when developing Kingdom Hearts 1, did you anticipate the existence of Sora's nobody, Roxas? Nomura. Whenever I think of a story, I try to make it as extensive as possible. For example, when developing Kingdom Hearts 1, I was thinking of its sequel, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. However, not everything I thought of came to fruition. One such case is Dark Road, where I haven't really thought much about it. Hmm. (laughs) Hmm. That's my favorite quote from this interview because he basically is just like, yeah, I don't, I haven't really think much about Dark Road. <laughs> I try not to think about it. <laughs> Us too. Me too. Us dude. too. No Interviewer: The Kingdom Hearts series started on the PlayStation 2 system. However, there were no new releases to the PS3 or PS Vita. Instead, what happened is the remasters of KH1 and 2, dubbed KH1.5 and 2.5, were released. Why wasn't there such a jump to the new hardware? Namira, I had some foggy ideas to release new titles on the PS3 and Vita, especially since the Vita, for a portable console, packed quite the beefy hardware and could stand up to the task. However, those, flan- those plans fully, never fully materialized, mostly because at the time I was involved in Final Fantasy vs. 13's development. Interviewer, is the new KH game going to take advantage of the powerful technologies boasted by the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series XS? Namira, we can't. S- we can't say we have plans to do so as of now, but if kingdom hearts were to come to the new generation of consoles, it would most certainly be a late comer. Basically the game isn't likely to come out the first year, the consoles release. Well, I mean, that's a given.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: All right. Last part of the interview. That makes sense. Last part of the interview interviewer. One of the most talked about topics in kingdom hearts is its music, particularly the songs composed by Yoko Shimomura. Why did you decide that she would be perfect for the job? Namira. I got a recommendation from the music department at square at the time. I had worked with her on parasite Eve, a PlayStation one game released in 1998 by Squaresoft. It was a unique kind of RPG known as a cinematic RPG interviewer. Her songs are both popular in Japan and overseas. Nomura: To be fair. I was pretty surprised when the overseas fans called her goddess and how they called me Papa. I was honestly quite surprised such nicknames existed to us. So he is aware of the fact that we call him Papa or Daddy Nomura here in the West. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? <laughs> and he's like, I was quite surprised. That's great. I love that. We love you, Papa Nomura. And that's why I was calling him Daddy so much. Mm. I just want him to know that. See,
1: but Papa Nomura and Daddy Nomura have very different. No, I think. I no, think... yes, they do. They have very different. They do. Like, oh, my God, Daddy Nomura is way different than oh my god papa nomira i think it's they, very different they do but i think to him they don't mm. is what i'm saying because thank quit, god he thinks it's just like he, papa he
0: thinks yeah i don't thank think. thank god he doesn't think it's zaddy yeah
1: <laughs> he doesn't some think people mean it, okay yeah
0: I, I don't mean it that way
1: um <laughs> unless Unless.
0: <laughs> interviewer what was your first request to shimamura san it was one where i wanted to make a battle arrangement for all world songs as you know, each KH world has a field song and a battle song. I wanted it to feel like you were in a theme park. What do you think of her songs from your point of view? Hmm. They sound like they carry a lot of emotions. They sound like drama. Translators note the tenses in the original Japanese show that he's completely unsure, which I thought that's very weird.
1: Well, cause it's kind of a weird question too, to be honest. What do you think of her songs from your point of view? Like, in your opinion, what do you think of her songs? What if he was right? like, I
0: personally don't like her shit, but people like
1: it. Yeah.
0: He seemed unsure. Mm. Interviewer.
1: He's never heard the music.
0: I've never. I always <laughs> mute Kingdom Hearts when I play it.
1: <laughs>
0: Aside from Shimomura-san, we have other well-established composers for the KH series, such as Takaharu Ishimoto and Tsuyoshi Sek- Sekito.
1: Hmm sekito yeah you you kind of grief that if you would have just gone with it and been like confident it would have been good yeah but like three times dude Mm. yeah
0: i know that's okay Mm. i don't speak japanese amira i believe it was during kate kingdom Hearts birth by sleep's development process that we asked them to compose ishimoto is involved with the city series as well as the world ends with you he's great in creating cool looking songs as for sekito His forte is creating bright and cheerful songs. He also has a close relation to the development team in Osaka. So it's very easy to request bright and cheery songs for things such as the UI example, world map or mini games interviewer. Finally, please give a comment to everyone to wrap up the interview. And here, this is, this is the one everybody's talking about. This is what everybody's talking about. We are proud that we managed to release kingdom hearts, melody of memory and the kingdom hearts three soundtrack. Both me and the team hope that all players enjoy it fully. After the release of Mom, the series will probably take a little break. No announcements and or new things until 2022. 2022 marks the 20th anniversary of KH. So I plan to share some great news by then.
1: Oh, my God. So it is now we have to go. It is now
0: with great regret that we are announcing the end of the answer. We have to go a whole year without new info. At least a year. Oh,
1: my fucking God,
0: dude. It's pretty
1: uh The longest running podcast is doomed.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're we're a little doomed. Maybe we'll maybe we'll start being a Final Fantasy ten podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a Final Fantasy ten podcast. Oh, anyway, yeah. Who knows, man? We're that's an interesting interview though, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Jason's like feels doomed right now. I think yeah, it's, it's my fucking. Uh, I just watched my own podcast die. But then I said, no, dude, we're not, we're not, no, we're not dying, dude. You can't take this from me and neither can beans. Dude, don't even
0: beans is not allowed on the podcast. That's all I got to say. Speaking of things that shouldn't be allowed on the podcast. It's dark road time. Oh no. Brand new phone game. Mr. Nomura. Download blue stacks and grind on your computer
1: Make some new friends They all have
0: big keys They'll all be dead by the time we reach chapter three Dark Road Take me home To the place Where I belong Scarlet Coyote Oh, take me home dark road is this allowed it's not allowed is this allowed so kingdom hearts dark road ladies and gentlemen Dude, this card seems kind of juiced there is a mickey b card and the B meaning like it's not a it's b but i always read it as mickey b and i was like wait what's mickey, mickey Mal- what's mickey mouse's last boy? name mickey b what's mickey mouse's last name
1: mickey b, mickey on, b. on that beat
0: <laughs> So the card uh, has an ability, main ability called Impulse Flame, base power 40, plus 10 power 80, and it's a water-powerful magic attack.
1: Okay. But also... Called Impulse Flame. It's a water attack.
0: Yeah, I don't really understand. Okay. That's what it says on KH Insider, but they might be cucking me, honestly. Mm. Uh, Also, sub-ability Cure, restores HP, the amount recovered varies depending on the player's magic power. Mm. So he cures and attacks, which is kind of juiced, actually. Yeah, that sounds kind of. So that being said, like all that card over and over. Right. That being said, it's time for me to pull for it. Hopefully. Oh fuck! Ooh, I didn't do my free pulls for. They're doing because the free pull wasn't around. They're letting you do two a day, so I just basically get free eight free rainbow points. <laughs> which means I might have enough for a Mickey card. if oh. I don't get them, but. Let's see. Let's see what happens here. I got. How did I get two red aboos, dude?
1: That's kind of cursed. serious? We're not getting Mickey B. If there were two blue boos, we'd probably get it.
0: Mickey B. Mickey
1: B. Mickey B. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Draw number one, ladies
0: and gentlemen. Mickey B. Mickey B. Mickey two Mickey B's.
1: Bs. Literally
0: two Mickey Bs. I got B's. many, and that's the only new card I got. Mm. So that's uh, some all shot points, please. Nine
1: rainbow points, please.
0: 36 rainbow points. Thank you. mm mm Mm. all right let's try this again Mm -mm. come on mickey b that's just scrumptious oh my god he didn't get it you got 10 rainbow points i got 40 rainbow points literally no new card there that's disgusting it's absolutely disgusting all right let's go see if i can buy my way into a mickey b card dude oh i can okay I have okay. 376 rainbow points. I can buy one Mickey B. I'm doing it. How much is it? 300. <laughs> They're fucking rinsing
1: your ass, dude. dude they are,
0: but fucking at, at least I got you. the Mickey B, dude. Let's go see what my deck That's looks like.
1: eight poles, dude. Dear
0: God. Dear God. All right, Mickey B jumps to the... Th- the top of my blue pile dude oh my gosh your blue cards suck no i yeah. mini was the top of mine it's i got mickey mini ariel aqua and blue Aboo. oh yeah blue, blue Aboo. 10 out of 10 still, still standing strong the dude cut. holy shit blue Abu, you love to see it dude. <laughs> who did we kick then it must have been like selfie or something yeah yeah it was probably stab. Selfie. um yeah get that stab card out of here dude okay well that was Officially scoffed, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we got I, Mickey B, but at what cost? Had eight, eight weeks three, 300 of just getting points. all that's, points. That's the cost. All right. Now let's move on to something more fun, Jason. <laughs> it's the time for the question of the week. Okay. Question of the week. Out of order this week because, you know, we're doing spoilers at the end of this shit.
1: Yeah, true. True, true, true. true all right, true, so this true, week's question true, of the week
0: true, 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 true. is a little bit weird a because bit it comes from one. two sources, Nimsy and Alks, hmm. both asked a similar question. If Sora and company had their own YouTube slash Twitch channels, what kind of content would they make and why? Okay. Starting out first is our friend Sean's, and he says, Sora, he doesn't have a computer, so he would show up in his, all his friends' videos as a guest riku twitch streamer he does all the hard parts for sora level one crit data fights and such dark souls let's plays
1: i like it dark souls dark Souls. demon souls even uh bloodborne maybe yeah neo yeah, one that's and his, two that's his current yeah. sub goal right now yeah kairi go sub sings riku.
0: original songs has fans all over the world most known for her song dirty and complicated Many fans suspect the song is about Sora.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Dirty, Dirty and, com- and complicated. <laughs> okay, Sean.
0: Uh, <laughs> Nominee art videos. Oh, of course. Yeah, I like that. Sheon social issues. Roxas okay. podcast with Lee slash Axel. They also show up in Sheon's vids from time to time.
1: Okay, okay. Ventus
0: shows up on Roxas podcast and Sheon's vids to confuse people. Mm. Okay. Aqua. Yeah. 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 ASMR as Dark Aqua.
1: Sign me up, sign me up, sign me up, sign me up, sign me where up. Can I, where, where is her cameo? Where can I t- tier your three sub? Where is her cameo? Tara,
0: self-help vids, inner peace and wellness. scene Twitch Girl, the bathwater slash it's only $5 kind.
1: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Lux- Nothing truer has ever been said on yeah, this podcast. That's pretty
0: good. Luxord, poker slash gambling streams demix cover songs on his sitar scold pop goes punk with she Own demix and hainer
1: okay yeah
0: master of masters conspiracy vids of conspiracies he made up the top of his head everyone believes anything he says regardless of evidence
1: hmm. yeah i think Sounds inside familiar. of his inside of his hat there's tinfoil on the inside yes
0: definitely it's a tinfoil hood Young Zanor world traveling vlogs with Luzhu who carries around a giant box literally everywhere they go on the bus on the subway on planes and while walking the box has no wheels just fucking scraping it on the ground Master Zanor reads audiobooks Hmm. Zemnus only does outros for YouTuber HMK <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> and some secret darkness does intros for the Ansom report podcast the longest running cage podcast ever in any world line in any world line he forgot that part evan does vids in the style of chubby emu but creepier and just stares at the camera Dear god dylan poetry vids stares directly at the audience and he never forgets a line has a sensual stare talks very suave yenzo mm. mm-hmm. science vids tries to be funny but is kind of a dork which is why his audience finds him endearing mm. and then finally sterletzia and lorium fashion vids Ooh, i
1: like that i like that too
0: pokemon trainer Jay says Sora would try to stream speed runs but fail every time and mess it up a lot he claims to have seen riku do all of them off screen aqua capitalizes on the weirdos and makes odd sensual slash sexual eating videos
1: okay mukbang
0: I, is that gonna be everybody's answer is aqua does some deplorable shit <laughs> yeah Riku streams his speedruns under a different alias And doesn't tell Sora about it hmm. Roxas and Shion run a Twilight Town Times podcast About the weird ongoings there Oh shit Nominee does drawing tutorials and won't shut up about Skillshare Jesus uh, Nominee definitely does Skillshare uh, Luju does a history lesson podcast Where he's just in that time
1: Oh my god like it's like he he's like an old man telling stories dude right he
0: like invites like historians on yeah and they're like uh we believe this happened well actually it happened like this trust me i was there <laughs> like he like he just invites people on his podcast to like explain how things happen to them well and sometimes he's like kind of senile about it right right no one believes him but he actually doesn't know the truth yeah uh phil games shout out to phil games he's a new member of the Discord says all credit for these goes to my sister because i'm not that creative sora does exclusively reactions to cat videos mm. roxas axel and shion do gaming live streams together Kyrie and aqua have a cooking channel together and hayner and pence make youtube poops <laughs> i could see it okay nice and like uh omelet always comes in is like are you, are you guys making those dumb videos again and they're like giggling yeah and they put her in them right Get Roxels. Shout out to Get Roxel. Says K H influencers. Sora, casual Twitch streamer who can get by with just doing meme reactions, but gets early access to every game that comes out. A little bit of commentary on Sora there. I kind of wish that was me though. Right, honestly, I wish I was Sora. Riku is like the third most followed person on Instagram, but he just posts pictures of his cars with no captions. Nice. <laughs> Kyrie makes dance videos on TikTok that you'd let kids watch. Nominee makes a daily vlog for YouTube with a very small following but is always appreciated Roxas runs a dank meme page on pretty much every platform you can imagine okay okay Pete makes prank videos <laughs> yeah you were worried you were worried was it was really worried be, it was gonna be some, some really worried deplorable shit <laughs> Luxord makes magician videos, not tutorials. He never explains his trick. Hell yeah, Luxord. <laughs> Larkseen creates dance videos on TikTok that you definitely would not let kids watch. Mm. I knew that joke was coming. Christine, That was, that was well done, rocks. So I like it. <laughs> okay, this next one is from our good friend who we haven't heard from in a while. The Box. The Box. Hi, Box. Hope you're doing well uh sora disney parks blogger he has all the best pictures with the characters including the rare ones that only show up for exclusive passover events and he gets to ride all the rides in advance because he's literally friends with every single cast member of the park and disney totally gives him backstage access Kyrie deserves it he does Kyrie plays Soulsborne games with a dance pad and it's pretty good actually pretty good at it (laughs) she has been shadow banned 10 years ago by a youtube employee and her talent has remained unnoticed and unappreciated for years The employee's name may or may not have been Tetsuya Nomura. (gasps) Huge
1: if true. May or may not. Riku
0: is a pet YouTuber and teaches kids to take care of their dream eaters and how to persuade their parents to let them keep a huge bear looking monster, dragon, or elephant in the house because it keeps the nightmares away, mom, while also posting selfies while traveling with his pets on Instagram.
1: Mm. Okay, okay.
0: I like that. Roxas sings emo Disney song covers, has tons of fangirls, and is very successful, but apparently there's someone else on YouTube that looks just like him, and people constantly stop him on the street for a photo or autograph, and it's definitely not him. This is a fear problem for Roxas' branding. Yeah, who knows what this other guy could yeah, do. not like, even know somebody, maybe. Right. He, he might be a secret killer. Uh, Marluxia, of course, has Gardening Tips channel and a super aesthetically pleasing and relaxing Instagram page mm-hmm. that clashes with the tone... Of the podcast, him and his co-host Lark seen held, held every Friday, pointing and laughing at all of the YouTubers on this list when they mess up. Legend says they once bullied Xi'an into making an apology video for something she didn't even do. Mm, I can see that. The box adds, I don't care what the BBS people do, I asked YouTube not to recommend me their channels ever again. <laughs> Nominee does speed paint videos and is very active when it comes to fandom wars and ship wars. She documents the cringy history of Tumblr in a very long and deep in very long and detailed essays that are all about how as fans we engage with fiction easily the one that puts the most efforts into her videos than anyone else on this list old master xehanort has a channel focused on vintage star trek and science fiction in general and it's actually pretty dope and interesting (laughs) motivates the youth today to look past special effects and explosions and give a chance to classic movies and novels the foretellers are the most dedicated among us streamers ever the imposter is always the Master of Masters, but for some reason they never <laughs> figure it out, and that's where the appeal of their video stems Jesus from. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Every once in a while, Ragu's like, I don't know, guys. Master of Masters is acting pretty sus. And they're like, oh, Ragu, shut it. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and the Master Masters like, whoa, man, that's pretty sus of you to accuse me. I was imposter last time. You're right. Like, there's no way it's me again. And then when they're done playing, they're like, oh man, the master, master's got the imposter glitch. <laughs> He's always the imposter. Thank you, box. Great answers. Kyrie's smoking hot grandma says, "Oh, master Zaynorah. Hello. hello. He would have a hundred percent. He would hundred percent have an Alex Jones type podcast where he yells about how corrupt he thinks the world is and delves into conspiracies.
1: Yeah." He does. He, I, I I've listened to it.
0: That needs to be a thing. You think we could pay Chris for Lloyd to do
1: that? Yeah, I think so. As Zaynor, he,
0: he does things right. He has a cameo, right? Right. <laughs> we just keep paying his cameo. Okay, say this paragraph. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know what those are for, but I'm doing them.
1: Cha-ching. <laughs>
0: sora would have a vlog channel where he travels places and has people tell them about their city he probably acts way too interested in whatever they're saying like he'd go to england and be like you call french fries chips whoa that's amazing my friends would love it here Kyrie, she would have a really lackluster craft channel where she like empties out a wine bottle and uses it to store
1: water and pretends that's impressive okay yeah she drinks the entire thing. <laughs> like, which is that. actually can... the impressive nah, part.
0: Now nah, I could put water in here. I could put I could put juice in here. I could put more wine in I could put whatever I want in here. I could
1: put like my finger in there, but oh, like oh, not stuck. more than oh, a no. couple. It's stuck. Because otherwise it gets stuck like Sarah,
0: this. Sora! My wine my finger got stuck in the wine bottle again. <laughs> it's like the fifth video that's like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sheon. she would probably be one of those content creators who streams from their bedroom and it's just filled with LED lights mm. Ooh, I feel personally attacked yeah, She'd probably too. play really shitty indie games or review low budget B-movies and maybe read poorly written fan fictions Oh no, I really feel attacked Am I Sheon? Axel I wish I was Shion. I. Me too Axel, he would have a prank channel that goes way too far like making fun of people's shoes in sketchy areas Or breaking people's phones and giving them a new phone
1: He would probably get arrested Yikes. Imagine Axel doing that. <laughs> Axel. It's just a prank, bro. Got it memorized? Imagine it's like... It's a social experiment. <laughs>
0: Yikes. Uh... Master of Masters. His show would be identical to the Eric Andre show, terrorizing guests, destroying his set at all, t- all the time, and kissing people in public to make them feel very uncomfortable. His comedy is too dark for almost everyone, and you would likely get arrested. And then broomdocks <laughs> Broomdox posted a gift that I think he made a gift he made himself <laughs> of the, nightmare, the Master nightmare, of Masters, nightmare, or nightmare, nightmare 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 and it's fucking Ira on the couch <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit This is funny shit guys You guys are doing great Nightmare Nightmare Alks dead as fuck Help says Sora does a let's play channel and gets some of his friends to join him on each playthrough Okay. Riku totally does speedruns on Twitch, and I think a lot of people here can agree he'll hold the world record for cage 3 He doesn't like the Kupo coin. No, he does. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Kyrie does really cool cosplay tutorials and showcases, but overprices her products. Roxas and Ventus do pranks, you know, the gone-sexual, gone-wrong, not-clickbait ones. Oh my god. Axel reviews games like the Angry Video Game Nerd. psy reviews movies like the Nostalgia Critic. Uh... Oh, uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. I said uh oh, but it was definitely an uh oh. <laughs> I read it wrong. She reads scary stories and has way too much voice effect. Aqua would do reactions to unfunny TikTok, stupid memes, and question the weird comments she gets. You know, Aqua stuff. Mm. Why are your hands so big? Tara does those fucking workout videos and makes everything seem extremely easy, then does like a 40 minute ad for a sponsor that doesn't even sponsor him sometimes. Damn. Vanitas would troll people on Discord or Reddit, that. but delete any parts of the footage where he gets roasted. <laughs> Damn. Hainer alette would be all those sick underrated YouTube musicians and make absolute bangers that sometimes star Roxas. Ooh. Master of Masters and Loser Slash Zigbar would do a channel called The Hood Theorist. Take a guess what this is going off of. I have no idea. Uh, is it like the game theorists?
1: I have no idea. But
0: that's just a theory. A hood theory. I don't know if that works uh, If that's what he meant <laughs> Demix is a top tier YouTube musician That cancels The Twilight Town gang But then gets Canceled back Because one of his songs Said hell Classic YouTube Damn Now with Ansem and Zen this I have this extremely Cool idea They could do a podcast Right uh-huh. And they could have These really cool segments Where they try to answer Extremely ridiculous And dumb questions For their fans Yeah okay. yeah yeah Cover yeah. the latest KH news And answer questions For fans Oh my god Their theme song To be the Hollow Bastion And the name of the podcast To be the Ansem Report podcast Oh fuck
1: it's a, great, Shit. it's a great idea, Elks.
0: Shit. Someone should do that.
1: Uh, I think un- it would be, like, the longest running if they did that. Yeah, if they did that, they'd probably do it for a very long time. So they'd have, like, the biggest following and also the biggest the dicks. biggest
0: following?
1: Yeah, and the biggest dicks, dude. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, insane how huge their cocks would be. <laughs>
0: uh... Unhinged Exit says, "I feel like Tara would be so dumb he'd make the 2018 era of
1: Logan Paul videos." Oh God, yeah, he would. And that, ladies that's and gentlemen, terrible. is the question of the week.
0: <laughs> Jason, do you have an answer to this one?
1: Um, I can't remember which what what his name is. Um, if if it's David or Daniel, But I remember his last name is Dobrik. I feel like that's Sora. Mm. He just goes around in like his like. Laughing and making friends with tons of people and then like changes their life in a good way.
0: Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's I nice. feel like that's
1: sort that's my only answer though.
0: I think um Scrooge McDuck and Huey Dewey and Louie mm. would basically have Mr. Beast's channel. Okay. But like Scrooge McDuck just kinda bankrolls it. Ooh. Like he doesn't really do a lot, he just gives them the money and then they just go like donate money to people or they like Let's see if we how many fans it takes to push my car down the road. And they buy a shit ton of box fans. Mm. Stuff like that. And you're, like, annoyed by them. Yeah. But they're also, like, good people that are doing good things right, some right, of the time. Yeah, so yeah. you, like, feel bad being
1: annoyed by them. Definitely. Um, also, I feel like Lexius, he, like, he makes those videos where, like, he just fucking builds houses with, like, a fucking, <laughs> nothing but, like, an axe. And, no, like,
0: just his fucking, his fucking tool. Yeah, right? his
1: tool. That's it. See, and see, some nails.
0: See, this son of a bitch right here it can do anything. And he's just <laughs> fucking building a house. He just
1: builds a house with his bare hands and his tool. <laughs> I feel like Zaldin, he like, he shoots guns. He shoots a lot of guns. What? Yeah, dude. Just imagine, imagine him mixed with, uh, with, with, uh, uh, uh like a lumberjack. Yeah. And he shoots guns. Okay. I was saying he would... uh, More like Gaston, right? Right. And he just shoots guns, and... I mean, I I think he... He he says Kekona a lot. He does. I think he looks like Gaston. He kind of does. And I think that's on
0: purpose, because they didn't use Gaston. Yeah. You know? Until Union Cross, at least. Right. I think um, Luxord opens, like card packs to try and get like pokemon cards and <laughs> to gathering cards and shit to he doesn't get- teach you how to count cards he might do that too mm. no because he, he he doesn't believe in cheating though mm. he's a he's a fair but game he secretly kind of game. does Demix probably teaches you how to count cards mm. in the casino and Luxor always trying to get his youtube channel like yeah. shut down I feel like Demix would make like some like cover videos he might oh no Demix is the fucking on the front page of twitch dude DJing and blowing fat clouds out of his
1: vape <laughs> dude that's Demix. <laughs> oh he's just like t- 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 Him and like Pence. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me you can't see Pence with like the <laughs> t- t- headphone like one ear. He's like holding on to the one side that's on. He's like, okay, okay. okay. And then he okay. just he
0: just grabs his vape and and then blows you use a fat fucking. You can't cloud, even dude. see him anymore. Yeah, the, he, it covers the camera. <laughs> and then it finally dissipates and maybe he's got some lasers that go through the vape, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hell exactly. yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, you love to see it. And Demix does some like water magic and shit with it too. Mhm. Like he 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 does like you know like people do like the smoke rings or whatever. Yeah. But he does some like crazy shit with right. it. Like like fucking like Gandalf.
0: And his, <laughs> his 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 alert when he gets a sub is vape water vape and then he hits <laughs> he hits a fat cloud again. Oh, or no, vape fall. not vape water. Vape, Demix vape. Yeah, and then he he's like
1: thanks for the follow, dude. Thanks for the <laughs>
0: blows that cloud dude <laughs> hell yeah you love to see <laughs> it oh my God. I hate that that's at the front page of Twitch dude always it, I like every time I go on there it's literally just some dude or girl and they're just like standing in front of their DJ kit which is fine like DJ like I don't I'm not that person that's like DJs just press buttons it does take some musical talent yeah. to be a DJ right? but why is that the front
1: page of Twitch always always,
0: always. unless they have some kind of event like glitch con or whatever like
1: yeah it's mad annoying dude
0: otherwise it's just just fucking djs and they always are vaping dude yeah they're always just taking fat rips yeah and uh, like sometimes i just sit there and watch i go how long is it gonna be till he takes another rip
1: dude? <laughs> <laughs> 30 you, seconds you time him you have us like a, a fucking stop yeah. this watch? guy fucking vapes more than he djs honestly my god he's down to 20 seconds
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna start playing fuser on the front page of twitch and i'm just gonna vape my mind away <laughs> next week's question of the week I'm not gonna pick from the pool of question of the week questions because I actually have a good uh, question for you guys that I'm gonna throw out there. An original idea. An original idea. I want you guys to give me a mini review of Melody of Memory. <gasps> what did you think of Melody of Memory? Now that everybody's kind of had a chance to play oh God, it, it's oh been. God. It's uh, by next week. It will be. It will have been two weeks. Okay,
1: let me say it again. Mini review like you know like you're, you're playing bbs right and you cast you cast the spell mini that's where uh, yeah you already know who you are okay you guys can make it as long as you want i don't care you already know who you are <laughs> i'm about to be i'm about to cast mini and stomp all over your fucking review okay dude <laughs> don't make it too fucking long no dude because then
0: people don't answer i when got you, i got stuff to do dude <laughs> when you when you give when you give them ultimatums like that they feel nervous to answer make mm. it as long as you want make it as short mm. as you want just give me a mm. clear concise thought <laughs> on what you think of melody and memory um. even if you just put yo was
1: good spoilers spoilers allowed
0: yeah you can put spoilers but if you put spoilers in the question of the week tab please
1: uh spoiler uh spoiler tag if, if you're, you're not tag, sure how then,
0: if you're not sure how ask someone ask, in the Discord, we'll they'll know. tell you
1: we'll show you it's really easy
0: all right jason we're gonna take a short break and when we come back we are going to talk about the story and spoilers from Kingdom Hearts Melody Memory. Oh my God. So if you're signing off with us now, thank you for listening this week. Come back once you beat Melody Memory and want to hear about spoilers. Otherwise, everybody
1: else. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Fuck off. We'll be right back. If you don't want stories, fuck off. If you don't want spoilers, fuck off. It's a mini review.
0: Welcome back to the Answer and Report podcast. Jason, it's time. Holy shit. To discuss Melody of Memory. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you do not want to get spoiled, leave now. Leave now or forever hold your peace. Leave now. Leave now. I give you 10 seconds.
1: Alright, that's enough, dude. That's enough. That's, that's enough. like five seconds, but I don't yeah. even care, dude.
0: I mean, I'm gonna edit it to be ten, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah, it,
1: it, it was like five seconds anyway. in my timeline.
0: Anyway, let's start with like a recap of what happens. Basically, there's no story until the final level of the game. Yeah. Where you, as Kyrie, go to the final world.
1: Well, it's her memory her of mem- the final yes, world. Yes,
0: it's in her heart, her memories of the final world. Yes. So you go to the final world, there's like a Little fun, like play the Scarlet Kai or not Scarlet Kai, the Final World theme. Yeah, and
1: then also, but not Kyrie Kyable in the mu- game. Where, Kyrie music box. But that's
0: after, because first what happens is you play the you play the Final World theme, hmm. and then she discovers, um, she she looks down at herself and she has a memory of, uh, Terra Nort Terra Zanort, back when he was uh. Severely uncorked but they couldn't remember he was xehanort but you know what I mean, yeah, uh, he knew his name was Zaynor, but that's all he knew, and he has her inside the ark, and he's uh sending her to find a keyblade wielder. he says, a keyblade wielder, if you truly are a princess too, and the attempt is to save radiant garden, and we'll g i have problems with that, but we'll get back to that we're just we're just going through things right now, yeah so. The, the sender out but then he says something if you should find yourself in a world that's neither light nor darkness
1: then your mission will be very hard your,
0: your mission will become difficult to achieve or some some sort of abort mission or uh, some sort of semblance of that then we she failed. comes back
1: from her 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 uh memory mm. and
0: the pink crystal flower that we saw in remind shows up again and she has to collect the pieces yeah so then you play the Kyrie music box theme yeah collecting those pieces but you're missing one and that piece turns out to be in a hooded figure who reveals his hood to be master Xanort, old man xehanort you baited you thought it was the master of masters or anybody or else anybody else, other than him but it's master Zanor. and she remarks that she's upset because she he has caused her so much pain yeah. And now Sora's gone because of him and he says, "Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I I changed your destiny as a small child and now I I'm I destroyed you and then Sora had to find you and now he's gone because of it." So she gets mad and they start fighting and they kind of have a cool anime fight sequence. Yeah. Kyrie shows off some sick moves. Yeah. She does a couple of the he he's holding my keyblade and then she transforms it to the other hand to swing kind of shit. And he just still catches it again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because he's he's stronger than Yeah, he's
1: it's, he's it's, final boss, dude.
0: He remarks that Yen said taught her well, as a, as as a, prepared her well. As uh, even though he's a retired keyblade master, yeah. Um, and then she does end up getting smacked away by him. Drops her keyblades, laying on the ground. And as he goes to finish her off, the Kingdom Key blocks it. And inside her is Sora,
1: like a projection of Sora. A projection goes of Sora. And then you and, do the final boss. Well, he
0: remarks a comment. As I thought, your voice can't reach us here. Now I know precisely where your heart is. Yeah. Is what Xehanort says. Then you do the final boss fight with uh, Dark Domination, which is a dope fucking song. It's fun. Yeah. Then after you win, she, he, the, the pink piece comes out of Xehanort. She grabs it, and she goes, thank you, Sora. And then he's back again in his robe again. He changed into his regular clothes, by the way, for some reason, for the fight. And then he goes back into his robe. And he says, and he's kind of glitching out. He's glitching out. And he says, let me give you the answer you're looking for. And because he goes, he
1: said, because he's a part of your heart. Right.
0: So basically this is still all happening in her heart. This is all her memory. She's not even fighting the real Xehanort. It's a memory of Xehanort. Yeah. So he glitches in the then some secret darkness, then sack Xehanort. Yeah. And then to Terranort. Oddly enough, not young Xehanort in there at all.
1: No. Cause she never uh, which, seen him. she doesn't Xehanort. have
0: memories of young Xehanort, but yeah. still you'd think, you know, so he says the words I told you on that day I sent you a are key. The if you should fall in if you should find yourself in a land in a world of neither light nor darkness, it will make your mission difficult or whatever. Yeah. And that's her. the key. That's the clue that he's giving her. So she goes, what does that mean? And we're all
1: like, right? Yeah. And then she talks about it with Yenzo, Evan and, and Ansem, the wise, the wise, the wiggity wiggity wise. And they surmise that it's not in our world.
0: Yes. It basically, they they come up with the idea that it's not darkness, nothing or light, and it's not data dream or memories. So it must be beyond that meaning a unreality or a fictional world is the way Anson puts it. Yeah. Riku shows up and he says this after Riku shows up. So we're kind of out of order, but Riku shows up and talks about his dreams and the fairy godmother shows up and she's horrifying And she talks about how there's three keys to figuring this out and they got to go meet the other key. Now that they've combined their knowledge that they have. Yes. So they go to the final world with the fairy godmother and she goes, check out all these stars. So they go around and talk to the stars. It doesn't show this, but it's implied. Yeah. They talk to the right star and it's the nameless star that Sora talks to in Kingdom Hearts 3. And they talk about how they're looking for a city with lots of tall buildings. And she says, oh, like quadratum. They're not sure that's where Sora is, but it's the, the only thing they have to go on. So Sora
1: uh, and Fairy Godmother says so.
0: Yeah, Fairy Godmother says so. So Riku opens a portal using the power awakening into the Nameless Star because she agrees to help, mm-hmm. and he goes up into the sky. Also, Kyrie can't go because she's not strong enough.
1: She's not a master by her
0: own admission. After Riku says, "Kyrie, you can't come with." Yeah. She's like, "You're right. You're right. I need to go train more." So Riku's off. Kyrie goes back to Yen Sid and Mickey and Donald and Goofy. Mickey wants to, for some reason, go save Riku, even though he didn't show this kind of. He didn't show this kind of. Uh, He's learning, dude. <laughs> when Aqua was lost, he didn't give a shit. So, Yen Sid just goes, you know what? The ancient keyblade. He's wielders, been to therapy. The the ancient keyblade wielders could go to different <laughs> worlds. Maybe we should start looking for them. Donald and Goofy, you're going to go talk to all the people that are looking for Sora and tell them to chill that we figured out maybe where he is, which I don't get why they're telling them to chill, but they should still keep looking. But anyway, he tells Kyrie, hey, you're going to continue training. And she says, I'm going to continue training under Master Aqua. And he goes, I approve. And then he tells Mickey, you're going to start searching for this world. And Mickey goes,
1: how do I do that? And he goes, because he thinks that he says that the ancient Keyblade Masters went to another world. And Xehanort knew this. So he
0: goes. It zooms in all dramatic on the on end. Sydney goes by going to Scala and Kayam. And that's it. That's the story. Yeah. So that was the recap of it. Let's talk about it a minute here. First of all, I get that we're like in retcon zone. Yeah. I don't know. I still don't understand Tara Zaynort or Terranort's reasoning for doing this with
1: Kyrie. I think the idea is that, like, so in Dark Road, they're showing that, like, yeah, he was a good guy to start. And, like, that's stuff we already knew. Mm-hmm. But the idea that, like, oh, Xehanort isn't this terrible guy. Like, he has good intentions. It's just along the way he had to do what he had to do or something, right? Okay.
0: So, no, I, I don't know that that's it. Because if you think about his timeline, we don't, there's Dark Road. We don't know what happens between Dark Road and BBS. Right. BBS, he's pretty evil. Yeah. And doesn't even
1: mention that he's trying to like bring light to the world. He wants to do a Keyblade War. Well, he wants and he doesn't say that he doesn't. He said the world's going to get covered in darkness. Right. Like everyone that you know and, and love will be gone. And
0: he plots to steal Terra's body the whole time. He does steal Terra's body. Yeah. And then he loses his memories. And he knows his name is Xehanort. but he doesn't remember shit else. Yeah. When they find him after, well, because Aqua beats his fucking right. Because Aqua beats his ass. Yeah. And then instead of letting him fall into the dark realm, she pushes him out and falls in the dark realm herself. Huge yeah. mistake, Aqua.
1: Anyway. She did her best, dude.
0: I'm assuming this Xehanort, from my understanding, he never really realizes who he is. Right. Like, he just does this stuff because he's compelled to, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, this his reasoning is that he's saving Hollow Bastion or Radiant Garden. But didn't Mickey visit Radiant Garden, a Keyblade wielder, Mickey Mouse? Yeah. Why didn't they just have Mickey fucking save the Radiant Garden and lock up the keyhole? You know what I mean?
1: Well, I think the idea is that he's doing all these secret experiments or whatever. Right? Right. And Ansom knows that he's doing them and tells him to stop. Right. And there's like that secret report where it's like, yeah, a keyblade wielder came in today and like is that cuz some of the Ansem report, it's what the only the first Ansem report was actually written by Ansem the Wise. I don't know. And then after it, that, it's I've been Terranor. told so many different things with that. But like on one of them, it's like yeah, keep uh, the a king from a different world came or whatever, right? Right. And he had a keyblade. I I think that like that was probably Ansem the Wise meeting Mickey, not the apprentice. But in cage 2 there's the flashback scene where he's like, yeah, I met him. Right. But is Mickey walking around with a keyblade out? I, I don't think know. so.
0: I I just think it's it's all because of the retconning of there's only one keyblade wielder, right? Yeah. And, but it's like they could have came up I think with a better reasoning for him doing this other than we need to find a keyblade wielder. Because presumably there were Keyblade wielders well, around. Then, <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? Like, it's just the, you, you had Aqua, you had Terra, you had Ventus, you had Mickey. Well, they all have reasons to not be there. Well, I mean, I, it's not like, it's not like he can just like call up Mickey and be like, yo, I guess they didn't have gummy phones back then. Yeah.
0: But yeah, you get what I mean though. Well, and right? he's, it he just, just doesn't seems very really, really
1: convenient. And it, it kind of seemed like it was like Mickey had a, well yeah like that's just how the fucking story is but like i still think that there's room for it to be believable
0: yeah i'm not saying it's unbelievable i just wish they would have came up with a better reason because i just feel like that's kind mm -hmm. of like a
1: i don't think it's a bad reason i think it's good enough and like it kind of has that vibe in cage 2 where like it seems like mickey's kind of leaving the meeting but like Terranort comes in and is like oh like master like i'm and then Anson wise is like bro like we talked about this you're not doing any more experiments or whatever right, right yeah and uh i i think that if he knew that mickey was like a keyblade wielder maybe then it's at that point where he doesn't know yet right you know no, what no, mean? No, like he sure. doesn't know that he I, needs i'm a not saying that's it's or unbelievable whatever.
0: or that i just personally Thought there would be more to why Kyrie, what was done to Kyrie was done to Kyrie.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, personally thought there could more. still, there's still more to reveal maybe, but who knows?
0: I don't know. I don't think they're going to touch that ever again. Mm. I think that was like his way of wrapping that up and it's done. Mm. I, that, that That's what I think I could be wrong. So I mean, there's been a lot of people talking about Kyrie and how they feel like she got shafted a little bit. And I, w- I do want to say I did warn people that were like it's Kyrie's game, it's Kyrie's game like that she's gonna pop off she's gonna pop off it's like hey, guys don't get too excited but yeah she she does I mean she shows some cool moves off against Zaynor. yeah
1: she shows that she's more than just like her little strike she does in in cage two or right. whatever on a shadow
0: right i I think she pops off a little bit ultimately she loses to Zaynor because it's Zaynor. Right. and I've heard a lot of people say, well, it's in her own heart so she should be able to do it but it's like I don't know why, you know, Sora relies on his friends all the time to do things. Why is it a problem when Kairi relies on Sora? You know what I
1: mean? Yeah. I I, I guess... Well, and and if it's... It's not like it's... I highly doubt that it's like literally Sora, too. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so like, if you think about it... Her
0: strength comes from him.
1: Yeah. yeah. Just like his strength comes from her and vice versa. You know what I mean? Yeah, and in a world that's made of her memories in her sleep, like, I don't think that that's crazy. Yeah. Like, for example, like... When you're a kid and you have a nightmare, and like like something's trying to get you or whatever, you're like in the nightmare you're you're gonna go to somebody that you trust, right? right? You're gonna be like like mom, dad, or or somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Where like her her safe person or whatever is gonna be Sora. So right. to me that makes sense. Like in a in her memories, like in her heart, somebody who is still actually part of her heart as well right like mm-hmm. somebody who's like very much like harmed her and caused her a lot of pain but is still like it's still her right right so in Xanor finding out like the the Kyrie version of Xanor finding out hey your heart your voice can't reach us I know where your heart is it's her like subconscious remem- it's her subconsciously yeah. remembering like hey like no wonder we can't find him and all this stuff. Like it's got to be on the other side, which is what Teranort talked about when I was a kid. Right. So, which
0: th- that's at least how I see it. it, it no, Mir could come out and say no. It that's actually the real Zanort for some reason. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that. Yeah. Or change, and that's but, the real
1: Sora. or whatever. Right.
0: Yeah. Whatever. But I, I, I don't think so. And I, I do, I do think there's a legitimate complaint when like towards the end, Riku's like, "All right, I'm gonna go," and she's like, "Oh, I'm coming with," and he's like, "Kyrie," and then she admittedly goes, "I'm not ready." i yeah. get why people are upset about that but i think like that was less a choice less of a this has to do with Kyrie choice and more of a riku for whatever he's planning on telling riku has to be by himself yeah you know what i mean and, i can see that and so that's why i i think like that didn't bother me very much
1: yeah um and i don't know it, it i'm not saying that like this is like super likely either but i it also leaves the door open where like at least as far as we know, she says she wants to train under Master Aqua. That doesn't necessarily mean that she's not in the Dark Realm still, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, she has to go find them in the Dark Realm or something. But leaves the door open where, like, if something happens with like Maleficent or P or the Foretellers and you then like Kyrie's the main person who's still there, right? Besides like, uh, right. like Roxas, Shion, Axel, Ky- Kyrie's Gohan in the Garlic Jr. Saga, right? You know? Right, and so... Aqua's
0: Piccolo probably probably rip aqua rip aqua yeah so i guess let's talk about the quadratum stuff because i i don't if you don't know this if quadratum
1: is latin for square so the city is called square and it looks very much like real life like shibuya yeah and shinjuku and shinjuku and like First, the other another cool note that uh, Damo told us is in the end, in the uncut scene when the Master Masters is standing on top of that building, he does a square first with his hands, kind of like a director does. Yeah, yeah. And then he turns it into a heart. Yeah. And so
0: the the Nomura is the Master of Masters theory is, uh, gaining traction.
1: <laughs> um,
0: that's very it's very interesting. I don't know if that means like this is like this is like a, a Square Enix world, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Like that makes the most sense to me out of any out of anything because it's like you know they have like Disney worlds. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're separate worlds and they were all one at one point. Yeah. So for SquareSoft instead of being like or Square Enix instead of being like, "Oh, here's the parasite eve world and the bouncer world and the world ends with you world it's one world Mm. you know what i mean and it's called square yeah no enix because that would mean dragon warriors involved and and dragon quests involved and we're not doing that (laughs) so that's interesting to me i don't know what that eh. and does that mean yozora is noctis does that mean you know what i mean there's a lot to it that's like or is it going to be like what would be interesting is if it were characters that were Like, Yozora is clearly based off Noctis and Versus 13, right? Mm -hmm. So instead of, like, say they put the bouncer in there or something, right? One of Nomura's properties. And it's not the exact characters from the bouncer, but it is characters who are influenced by... You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not like, okay, here's Squall. It's Leon. You get what I mean? Right, right, right. Like, it's the the other side of that character. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of people... This is completely, like, jumping around, but I've seen a lot of people talk about the original secret movie from KH1 mm-hmm. and how a lot of what we're talking about here fits into the quotes that show up on screen. Mm. Like the, 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 another side, another story. Um, the, right. Um, shit. There's, there's other quotes. I can't think of it right now. Look into that though. But like, it's pretty interesting how you no know, And a lot of the people are like, Oh my God, he planned this whole time. And I don't think it's, I think he recycles a lot of his concepts that he doesn't use. Yeah. Cause a lot of that stuff he didn't end up using. Uh, Mel had a tweet about, Um, the second secret movie in kingdom Hearts 2 where they 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 called there was something called the chasers and i completely forgot about about forgotten about this Mm. but it was like the chasers the chasers and i think it said it one or two times and we were all like oh those three characters who end up being aqua ventus and terra they're the chasers and they chase down bad (laughs) and then it never came up ever again so there's Mm. a lot of stuff in those secret movies that i think he threw out because he was he threw in originally and was like "Ah, i don't like this i'm changing it Right. And then he comes back to him a lot of times. Yeah. And so I think a lot of um you you're, you're going to see a lot of that stuff coming up here where he's like okay, it's a creative
1: process. It's right. not like he ever goes, this is what it is and right, then
0: that's right, exactly right. how it is. So that's exciting to me. I really like those those styles, the style of those secret movies is really cool and I like the the idea of them. The
1: fictional thing is throwing a lot of people off where they call it a fictional world. I think like it's just like a weird translation thing.
0: I I, I could be a translation thing. I think that's not what they're officially going to be called because that's just Ansem the wise coming up with that shit in my head. Yeah. Like it's, it's a good theory on his part, but like, I, I don't, think I feel fictional like fictional is the right term because yeah. I think those people are going to consider Sora's world fictional. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like not right.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I, I think in hands the wise saying like, and he kind of like puts his head down in his hands down and where yeah. he's like, but that's all we know now. It's like being like, yo, this is just what we're calling it for now. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
0: But I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be cool. Sounds like we're going to wait about two years to hear anything about it. Unless maybe we'll get some
1: teasers in like a year and a half.
0: Maybe there's some (laughs) union cross info that comes, but I think that stuff's, Wrapping up in a different way that doesn't really involve this a ton. And we're going to see more of that with the foretellers. Yen Sid's kind of hinting that the
1: foretellers went to this other world. Well, I don't know if it necessarily means foretellers. Well, this is
0: the ancient Keyblade Masters. And that wouldn't be people from Dark Road Time because Xehanort had to learn about it, right? Yeah. My guess is it's it's going to be them um because the dandelions, they went to a data world. They didn't go to a separate world or they crossed world lines. To the data world, right?
1: That I think that's what like the idea is, but,
0: but the Ansem says that data is a part of this side, not the other side,
1: right? So, like,
0: so my my thought was that it was the
1: foreteller. This is something that me and Water talked about a little bit when we were playing some Call of Duty. So, like, you know the line in Remind where knight goes, "Oh, so you too have chose to go the forbidden path. Yep. Are you ready to pay the price? Yep, right." So, I think in doing that, so there was a couple, like, ideas that we were kind of just, like, bouncing off each Mm other. And, like, none of this is, like, like, yo, this is what it is, guys. Like, take this with a very big grain of salt. This is just some ideas that we were kind of bouncing off each other. But, like, because time travel isn't the reason that Sora disappeared. No, it's the, the reason, power of
0: waking incorrectly.
1: Yeah, the reverse of right. using it, right? Yeah. Yep. So in saying like, oh, so you too have done it, is like, so that's essentially what I think that that transporter or whatever is doing, right? Oh, like the, the arc. The arc? Yeah, because they're not, they're using a heart to transport to worlds. It's like, uh-huh. it's using the power of waking essentially, uh-huh. right? Yep. So like, she does it, and then he's like, "Yo, so you too." So, an idea we had is that the price isn't, or like, the forbidden path could be like using it the reverse way, but it could also be just like altering destiny, right? Mm-hmm. So, like in in altering her destiny, Terranor is like, "Yo, that's uh, the forbidden path." So he's like, "You too," because I've done it too. Yeah, yeah. And also, another idea is that like that's why Ava's gone too that she's in like the fictional world too mm. because i think that so like we've never seen that tel- the type of like portals or whatever that the foretellers have come in doing mm. right like that that hasn't been in any other place like in that type of way right so i don't know it could be potentially that he brought them from that other world but if like the the un, the fictional world or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But if that's the case, then like, why would Ava not be able to come, right? And then if it's well, time travel, if they're time traveling forward, right? Like, because we never see them die, right? In in Union Key, mm-hmm. so like, it could be that they just are teleported. But it also seems like they were like hanging out because right. like before. Like right are in Union they, Key, they're trying to kill each other. They, right? they,
0: there's no aggression towards. Them, yeah. They all seem the like sad, who's yeah, the
1: bad boy. Right.
0: So it, to me.
1: But it also yeah, seems like. But with like, the Ava
0: thing, you're assuming that she wanted to be there.
1: Right. Well, he's like, well, Ava couldn't make it, I guess. Right. So it kind of seems like because he's like, why have you pulled us here?
0: Why have you summoned
1: us? Yeah. Like, why have you brought us here? Right. That doesn't
0: necessarily mean they were there against their own will. mm. You know what I mean? That could just mean, hey, a beacon went up and we know we have to come here now. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it, it depends well, how you read it. Yeah. And,
1: and we don't know what. Well, I don't think it is that because then it's like, yo, like freaking Ragu's like, is that why you decided to exclude her? Like, it seems like Luju was the way to, for them to get there.
0: Right. But, but I've, I've always read it as Luju said, Hey, it's time to come here now. Mm. And then they all showed up. Cause what the fuck else were they doing? Yeah. And then, He's like, is that why you decided to exclude Ava? And he says, well, no, I told Ava. Yeah. Clear as day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so to me, it, it, I always read that as Ava didn't want to be there.
1: Mm. Not that she couldn't, but you mm. could be right. Yeah. And uh, that like in giving, so like Strelitzia is supposed to be a foreteller. We see Ava kill Strelitzia. The idea could be that she freaking, you know, she's like, yo. Well, she's not supposed to be a foreteller. or No, no, she's not supposed to be a foreteller. Yeah. She's supposed to be a dandelion leader, Right, 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 right. right, right. And like she's supposed to have the book or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like Ava kills Strelitzia and then gives the book to Brain, mm-hmm. being like, "Yo, that we're not following this plan." Like, so this you're saying because she's
0: changing destiny, she's doing
1: the for- she's death, doing the forbidden and path, and that's why she's in the other. But then because to- it's because there's time travel with overwriting the timeline, mm-hmm. and then there's time travel with your like affecting the timeline. Right, right, right. right. So like she w- In that case, it would be, like, she went back to overwrite the timeline, where, like... Because, like, when Ava is in, like... It's almost like there's two versions of Ava, where you see Ava where she's very, like, bright. Like, she's, like, a foreteller. Mm -hmm. Like, you you guys are going to be the future. And then there's Ava where she's, like, you can't be here Mm. type shit, right? Right. And then there's, like, the darkness. So, like, there's still... Who knows? It might... Ava might not even be the darkness or whatever, right? But... All right, that makes sense. So here's my next question some, for you: Some and, five brain theories. And Demo said this shit, and it blew my mind.
0: Winnie the Pooh's a fictional world, right? Because we we talked about this. How there's this weird foreshadowing in Kingdom Hearts three when you do, when you complete Winnie the Pooh's world, Sora has this like really weird like remorseful conversation with Merlin about how he he can't he's his heart isn't communicating with that area anymore like he can't feel poo like yeah. he could before his friends and the, and merlin has always said hey this is a very special book this is a special world this isn't like a normal world you go to yeah so to me they're like setting up that hey this is like a fictional world like this other fictional world and that's why Sora loses connection with Pooh over time yeah maybe not the same as that other fictional world but to me like that that's how Otherwise, how do you explain Winnie the Pooh? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just a book they go into. Well,
1: what? It, yeah, it, it's a book they go into, and we've never seen anybody else, like, go in there multiple times, right. right? So it's like, we don't know. Is it like everyone experiences it somewhat the same? Yeah, right. Because everyone reads a book, and like, it's the same story, but you might get different things out of it. Right. Right? Yeah. So it could be similar to that. Or, like, an, another way that, like, is, you could think about it, it's weird with, like, the whole, like, Dark Road stuff is, like, is this a world that was a world? And then, like, in its infancy, they were like, yo, I'm going to make this into a book.
0: Right. Right. <laughs>
1: Someone just said, I'm making this into a book. Right.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's strange, too. It, there, there's a lot. They didn't really answer a lot of questions with this game. I didn't think they were going to. Uh, but we do know... Why Kyrie was sent. I mean, we kinda already knew that she was sent to Destiny Island. We didn't know he didn't send her to Destiny Island. He sent her somewhere where a keyblade wielder is, and she ended up at Destiny Island because Tara gave the keyblade to Riku mm. at a young age. Yeah. Right. That's very it's very interesting. And then the idea that the necklace Aqua gave Kyrie maybe saved her from not going to that place of the spell she put on Kyrie mm. saved her from n- not going to that place of not darkness and not light. Oh no, yeah, you know like what it I mean. Like guided her. It like guided her. Um. So that's that's interesting too. I still really hope we get that BBS game in the realm of darkness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that it happens alongside this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then maybe they're back by the time Kyrie's out of her sleep because she slept
1: for a year. It said. Yeah. Um. So that's. That would be cool. I would still really enjoy that. I think what would be really crazy, is like, okay, so they know that like the key, the ancient Keyblade wielders, the only the only Keyblade wielders that we've seen, that are like Disney ass characters, Mm -hmm. are Mickey and Yen Sid, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we haven't even seen Yen Sid like we've never seen him do it, yeah. But they say he's a Keyblade master, right? So. Every other Keyblade wielder, and like this has is partially to do with like fucking, just like the idea that it's two brands merging, right? Like right. it's a bit meta, right? Mm-hmm. But like the idea that like yo, Scalaire is like a Latin, like stairway world. to the sky, or yeah. It's stairway a, the name to heaven. Is Latin, right? Yeah. Same thing as like Quadratum, right? Mm-hmm. So like when you go and remind to Scalaire there's that that puzzle that you do mm-hmm. the where break it's like, daybreak yeah. or the daybreak break kayam. right yeah yeah so i think what would be crazy well and then when you're in skaldheim and you're fighting uh or underwater it's like yo it's underwater there it's yep. underwater there's there's daybreak town like the tower or whatever mm-hmm. right the idea would be crazy if it was like yo in skald so kayam is like a town from like the other side that that mm-hmm. world is from the other side and then in flipping it like daybreak town was the Disney side Mm. that like, like if you think of it, like two sides of like a wormhole. Right. 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 And then it breaks and then that's what flips it. So daybreak town is on the other side now in quadratum, like in that,
0: Ah. in that place. Right.
1: Well, daybreak
0: town and that back, back, back when daybreak town was a thing with, with union union, um, with, with key. Right. Yeah. Um, It was implied that that was one big world that all the worlds were connected to, right? Yeah, that it was all one big thing. Mm -hmm. I I always thought the break had something to do with all the worlds being split apart.
1: Yeah, yeah that 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 could also be it. Well, what's also weird is like they say that Daybreak Town is like where all the worlds are from, but like so I guess. Well, because they say that like the worlds are forming and they're forming at Mm -hmm. different rates. Yes. If in Daybreak Town. Because Daybreak Town is before when it's the foretellers and shit. Mm -hmm. And the places that you go are. Because it's so fucking weird. Like in Key, when you went to the different worlds, it was like. What? Like dream versions of the worlds instead? Like. Mm -hmm. Because the Book of Prophecies has to do with both of them. Right. And that, like. Both times you're going there, you're not actually going there. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's to say that, like, they actually were all connected? You know what I mean? Like, it's right. weird. Because when you talk to Donald and Goofy, you're not actually talking to Donald and Goofy. Right. Like, it's like a dream version or a data version or whatever, right? right? I think in in the original, like, timeline or whatever, it's a dream. And then when you're playing Union Cross, then it's data. Right, because they're in like the data world, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I don't know. It's really fucking convoluted yeah. and shit, and yeah. it's hard to like keep a one-track mind about it right. without like actually sitting down and like writing the shit down, and then right and having a timeline to in remember front of you. what your train of thought is. But right. I think it'd be really cool that's like yo, like when they transferred from like to another world, like way back when, if originally in their original timeline. The reason that they're able to go to these Disney worlds is because that's like, like, this is some fucking very, very tinfoil hat shit, right? Uh-huh. So there's the Keyblades. They got all this shit, right? Going to the worlds, those are fictional worlds or whatever, right? Because right. they're, like, dream versions. And then, like, I, I can't think of, like, how exactly to word it. But, like, there's, like, the whole, okay, darkness. First there was darkness, and then like there was light, mm-hmm. right? And that like, the worlds, like split apart. Like the there's the I think the idea is that like the stories are the same where like hearts of children are like the dandelions and like stuff yeah. like that yeah, that yeah, made yeah. us so that the world stayed alive. Kyrie's grandma, yeah, is like the same as like what is going on in Union Cross, right? Where they get like the whole like that it's going to happen is from the book of prophecy and because of the book of prop, like I think that book of prophecy is like essentially a way for the other side. Cause if, if the other side is fictional to kingdom hearts world, then the other side, it their way could in, could be like the book of prophecy, a way that's, that wouldn't be unlike that wouldn't be unlike going to like Winnie the Pooh or whatever, mm. and I think it also kind of adds up a little bit with what like we talked about with Demo, where it's like, yo, like it got like really really meta, where it's like, yo, the reason that your voice isn't there is because like they're controlling Kyrie as like a video game almost, like on the other side. Where, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you yeah, can Sora's controlling. You Kairi. can control yeah. every aspect except for let them like. You can't talk to Sora. You can't talk to Kyrie. Right, like, but you can do almost every other thing that there is. Mm-hmm. So it, it's 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 weird. I feel like that the Book of Prophecy is like people who are really into like the mainline story of stuff sleep on Book of Prophecy. Mm. Like I feel like it still has a lot to do with shit. Yeah. Well, the idea is that the no name Keyblade's been passed through time, mm-hmm. and the Eye
0: sees everything, and so. The eye communicates back to the master of masters who wrote the book of prophecy, right? Yeah, that's the lore. All mm-hmm. Right now, you has it again. I've gone absolutely cross-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> Though when you were talking just now, I was just like triggered. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't comprehend all of it, um, and I
1: didn't I, I didn't do a perfect job.
0: Of no, no, no. It's not it, even not that. All. It's just like I my mind is swimming, trying to like not only sit, comprehend what you're saying, but also like try to be five headed my way where I'm like, okay, but what about this? Yeah. Yeah. What about, Like trying to think of ways to connect all this besides the obvious, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause that's what like Kingdom Hearts theorizing is all about. Yeah. Connecting things besides the obvious, but we'll be talking about this more. I don't, I don't have an answer for what it all means yet, but I'm excited to talk more with you about it, Jason, talk oh, yeah. more with people in our community about it, talk more about uh, it with different Kingdom Hearts creators that we're going to have on the podcast coming up. And yeah, um, that that's our uh, spoiler talk for Melody of Memory. That that's it. Yeah, that's the Thank tweet. you for listening. Thank you for listening. If Jason made you go cross eyed, I want you to leave a comment. Yeah, saying Jason made me go cross eyed. Yeah, thank you, because he made me go cross eyed. <laughs> anyway, we will be back next week, ladies and gentlemen, for episode number ninety four, and we are moving ever closer to episode one hundred. Yeah, so I hope you will please look forward to that. And uh, I'm gonna tr- I, I don't have anybody booked yet. I'm going to try to get a special guest on for next week. We'll see. No one's booked yet. So if it doesn't happen, don't come, don't at, me mad. With, don't don't come mad. at me with a pitchfork. Don't be mad. But I'm going to try to get someone booked for next week so we can have a guest on and talk about more of this Melody Memory nonsense. Also, answer the question of the week. What do you think of Melody Memory mini review? Mini. Mini. Jason,
1: <laughs> hit him with it may your hearts be your guiding he thank you now fuck off oh.